Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast. And on today's episode, I get to interview Derek Gant. Now, Derek is another financial advisor. He's been doing it about as long as I have. And on this episode, you'll find out that he and I are more alike than anybody I think I've ever met in my life. We could be brothers, and uh, we actually really, truly loved spending the time together, getting to know each other. Uh, so you get to enjoy that as part of this interview. Derek really focuses his efforts on helping the minority community understand finance, uh, starting from just the basics of budgeting and paying bills correctly, uh, really helping them get to the point where they can get their lives under control and they can begin to invest and grow their money. He has got an amazing strategy for doing this. So join us for the show. I know you're going to love it. He is such an amazing guy, and I had one of the greatest 40 minutes of my life interviewing him today. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. It's Jeff here once again, and we are kicking off an episode to uh, talk with somebody actually in my business. It'll it'll be a lot of fun. We get to talk a little bit of shop. Uh, today, I'm at have Derek Gant on the show. Derek is a registered investment advisor. Um, he's really focused his life on helping people get the get their finances in order and get out of debt. So, Derek, Derek welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, I am excited to be part of Freedom Nation and and to talk to you today and we can talk some shop and really give people some inside scoops on what we really think about this market. All right, my brother. I'm good, man. Let's get this thing kicked off. Um, tell us your story. How'd you get here today? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. When I grew up, I went to a private high school, private grade okay. school, and I used to overhear my parents talking about how they were going to pay for my tuition. <laughs> and um you know, listening to the struggle. And I know they were sacrificing to make sure I got a great education. And actually, one day I was in uh, in school and getting ready for school. And my locker mate, the guy right next door to me, he was talking about something he wanted. Now, I can't remember what it was, but I can remember him saying, you know, I'm just going to sell my XYZ stock so I can buy this thing. <laughs> and I'm looking at him, you know, you're 15, 16 years old. And you're like, you're, you're going to sell what to do yeah. what? <laughs> And so, and so it was the beginning of my, between that message and my parents, you know, struggling financially, those two messages kind of merged. And I said, man, I need to know more about money. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just fascinated with it. That's how I, that's how I got launched off. And I've been doing this for 30 years. Love it. Yeah. About the same time in the business together. So, so tell me a little bit about how you, you know, how you got into the, into the business, you know, what was your pathway and then how did you get to where you're at today? Yeah. You know, I actually tripped into it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, uh, I majored in college in, um, in interpersonal communications and mark business marketing. Mm-hmm. And so I took a job at a retail store, a huge retail chain, and I was working my hind parts off for about a year. And, you know, in retail, you know, you might work 12 to 12 and during the holidays, uh-huh. you might as well just put a cot in the store and, <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so, and I'm, and they have me managing things like China and, and oh. children's clothes. And I mean, I'm 22 years old, right? <laughs> it's like, just, I, I know got, what none of this yeah, is. None of this, right? <laughs> I just got done playing college football and they have me <laughs> over women's dresses. And so, so, I, you know, and I'm working my hind parts off and you're doing inventory. And I accidentally saw the store manager's paycheck. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to go get her car because it was a bad snowstorm. And I'm a nice guy. So let me get your car. I'll clean it off. We'll warm it up, bring it up to the door. And she had all of her pay stubs. It was, her car was a wreck. So I actually, you know, I took a peek. So mm-hmm. then I, when I, when I, the next day I said, hey, I, I just don't remember. How long have you been doing this? And she told me, I was like, there is no way <laughs> that I'm staying in this place to make that kind of money for that long. And I began to start looking at opportunities. And in mm-hmm. my, in my, uh, geographical location, there's a company, there was a company that was just filled with ex-athletes that mm. was a financial service firm. And they were predominantly selling life insurance. Okay. Uh, 65 guys of the 65, I think four of them were securities licensed and um, the rest of them were selling insurance. And so, you know, I was attracted to the, to the snappy white collar mm-hmm. and the crisp tie and the Mercedes in the parking lot. So I said, I'm in, I'm, I can do this job. And I went hundred percent commission and fought hard. I did what I was supposed to do. I didn't particularly care for the insurance side. So I got my mm. securities license and became number five, uh, actually number two with an actual series seven. Most of the guys had a series six or something yeah. like that. So that's how I got in, man. It was an accident. I, I was like, I got to get out of this store. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So you built up your career there. When did you uh, when did you kind of launch off on your own and create your own you know, business? I, I spent 11 years with them okay. and I became the first fee-based consultant. And so we we kind of fell out over what bonuses should look like. And that's when I put my flagpole up in 2000. You know, okay. if you recall in 2000, the market took a big... Wasn't the best you know? timing there, bud. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Unfortunately, I did it before. I wouldn't have done it if, if it yeah. had crashed before, but it I, I was already out the door before it took a dump. and and But I never looked back. You know, that old ex-athlete in me said, you can do it. You know, yep. you can do it. So so it's been a great That's run. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your practice. I mean, you you've really developed a strategy for helping people uh, mm-hmm. get their kind of finances in order. So share me a, a yeah. little bit about that. Yeah. You know, I spent the first, let's say 20 years, well, all 20 years as a registered investment advisor, most of our clients are retired or they're like really mm-hmm. close to retiring and we manage their, their portfolio so that they don't lose any money. You know, those people don't want to lose any money. So mm-hmm. we're con- relatively conservative investor advi- investment advisors. But what I realized as more, minorities would come to me and say, my practice is probably 70, 30 to, okay. you know, to the majority and minority, mm. but you know, minorities didn't have anywhere to go for advice, but they also didn't have any money. Yeah. I had, I had no desire to be broke. So, mm. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I, I basically said, you know, for the last, uh, this is sad, but for the last 20 years, you know, mm. people have been coming to me and I can't help them because they don't have any money. Yeah. Uh, and I would honestly give them, I don't know your background business, but you remember IDS. Oh yeah. Remember? Yeah. So IDS would do these financial plans and charge people five, 600 bucks oh, for them. Yeah. yeah. So I started doing plans for free mm-hmm. for these minorities, you know, my, my constituents, you know, yeah. my natural market yeah. and just to help them. And I would say, okay, here's your plan. And when you get to this particular part, come back and then we'll take it to the next step. 
Yeah. And and honestly, over 10 years, uh, so I did 10 years, then the next 10 years, over that second 10 years in the business, two women came back and said, hey, <laughs> did everything that you said. Yeah. Now, now what? And, it, and when they came back, it just struck this lightning bolt in my head. Like, well, what yeah, happened all to these, the other? Yeah, where, where's the other 98% yeah, of the people? Yeah, where's the other yeah. 800, you know, 400 <laughs> people that I've been helping over, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know? And so I started looking at it and I realized that life happened. Hmm. I gave them a plan that didn't include, yeah. you know, having kids or this oopsie mm-hmm. or getting fired or getting displaced and all these things. Yeah. And so we, we created the solution and the solution was to create a totally separate company um, that helped because you know you know that you can't have two companies doing two ends we can't budget yeah. for people and then tell them to invest with us yeah so um, that's you know that's not that's not allowed so we created this completely separate company that did budgeting and debt relief and credit repair that really helped people figure out how to stop living yeah. check to check and improve their financial life and so we yeah. have these two companies and it's been, you know, for the people that follow our lead, it's been amazing for them. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you're just taking it that next step from a Dave Ramsey or Susie Orman or whatever that tells you these things. Mm-hmm. You're actually helping them do it. You're sitting there side absolutely. by side with them doing it. You know, and, A- absolutely. You know, I think that's that is the admirable piece of what you do, because the problem is, you know, I mean, I've I've been involved with the Dave Ramsey organization for years and okay. you know, the, there's. There, there's a certain subset of people that go through that and they're like, boom, I'm ready to go. You know, exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be disciplined to do this. But, mm-hmm. you know, how many countless thousands Others. of people never right. make it? You well, know, what, and, what would you think is the percent of people that could really grab that content by the horns and move forward with it? I, I have an yeah. idea, but I'm, I'm going to ask you your thought. I, I, I'm going to say it's an 80, 20, you know, it's the typical Pareto principle of 80, yep. 20, you know, right. I agree. Yeah. You know, 20% of the people are going to generate 80% of the results. Right. You know, they're going to, they're going to be those people that go, okay, I've got it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be, you know, be disciplined and, they just follow the game, you know, exactly. and I think way too many people I always love the the old days. And you and I, you and I have been in the business about the same amount of time. I mean, you came into the business when when I did, when you had the well, buy term and invest the rest. And you oh, know, it was Prime like, America, Prime oh, yeah. America. Yeah. yeah. Buy buy term. But most people would then buy a TV, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, there was no investment. Invest in a TV no, instead exactly. of you know, buy. Yeah. So I just. I think there's just a a large amount of people that are still kind of ambling through life. And and you and I are along the same lines. We're trying to help those people get there. And I just realized that there's going to be a whole bunch of people. I'm going to put it out there, but my people, my audience, my, you know, my tribe are that 20% of people that are actually going to take action. Yeah. No, and I agree wholeheartedly, you know, and I took a lot, I don't take it much anymore, but I took a lot mm. of heat from like banking institutions and yeah. those kind of groups because they said, well, you're enabling people. <laughs> like, absolutely, no. because they couldn't do it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enab- <laughs> yes, I, I'm helping them, you know, yeah. but they need the help. They need somebody to, yeah. they need an accountability partner. And how many of us of us don't in some area in our life, like a fitness well, yes. trainer or something? You need yeah, somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, and so, I'm sure during your career, you've hired coaches, you know, to, to help coach you along and say, hey, you know, you you've got to do this, 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 and this. And right. it's the same way you're being a coach for them to say, Hey, this is how you do this. And let's make sure that you don't fall off the wagon. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was fine with it. The first first couple arguments with some bankers, you know, um, you know, they got my 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 blood pressure up. But after that, I said, you know, yeah. it, it is what it is. These people need help. We need coaching. And at some point, some yeah. people just need more than others. And I just happen to be that guy. So how do you, do you charge like a monthly fee for that service or, or how do you do it? So what we did in the beginning was we charged a percent of their income. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we said, hey, it, you know, on average, if, you know, let's just be honest, these people were probably making 1500 bucks a month. Okay. Uh, and so we charged, you know, make 5%. So it's $75 okay. a month. Yep. Um, now it's not that inexpensive today because, mm-hmm. you know, inflation and everything else. But even today, we've kind of moved away from from doing the percentage of income and we just do a flat fee and we and we also offer so I have a whole digital library. So everything okay. which took me forever. Everything <laughs> that we walk people through in person is in a digital library that they can get for twenty five bucks a month. Nice. But but the Pareto principle falls into place and you know, mm-hmm. they're not gonna do the work. But yeah. that's not that's not my fault. The people mm-hmm. that know they're not going to do the work, on average, they pay a couple hundred, maybe 250 bucks okay. a month for coaching. We meet with them two to three times a month. Mm-hmm. They can email us. They can text us. They can call us. And I have a team of, of account managers that, that have clients that they walk them through. And oh, I yeah. promise you, when people sign up, they don't have bounce check fees. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have, uh, they're not living check to check. They never want to leave. Yeah. They just, just, you guys just do it. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I think the the reality of that is, wow, I'm actually seeing some success, you know, and, and success breeds success breeds success. And, yes. you know, I think that first step of, geez, you know, every month I had 75 to $100 worth of just bounce check fees and I don't have mm-hmm. those anymore. Wow. OK, my life is, you know, I, I see the value already. And then you right. start getting them into, all right, let's, you know, let's look at all your I, I'm assuming you go through and look at what they're spending on certain things and why Absolutely. are you spending this? Well, yeah. what we what we try to do is we try not to micromanage adults if we can yep. help it. Yep. So what we do is we, you know, what I tell people is this. It's really cool. When you look at your finances, what changes? Does your yep. mortgage change? Not nope. really. Does your car payment change? Not really. What your spending is what changes. Mm. So we have them to separate church and state. So okay. their spending money goes into an account and Beautiful. their bills go into a different account. Beautiful. And then we help them figure out, hey, if you want to buy a house, we have a different strategy. If you want to go on vacation, we have it. so we account for all these dollars. Good. You know, Grant Cardone always says every dollar has a duty. Yep. And I've kind of uh, used that with my clients. Every dollar has a duty. So what's this dollar's responsibility? Is it to get you away from being check to check? Is it to pay the water bill? Uh-huh. So, so we have a strategy that we use. And then we obviously not only give them strategy, we walk them through it on a regular. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So you create a spending plan instead of a budget. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And try and account for those little things that pop up, you know, life happens moments that, yeah. that are well, in there. Yeah. You know, I can't begin to tell you how many phone calls we, we got. We get phone calls from some uh, Christian people who hmm. wanted to pay their tithes but they were never able to really pay their tithes. And at the yep. end of the year, when they went to the, the church, mailed them their little statement showing what they paid for their tax write-offs, they were crying. Like, I can't mm. believe I actually did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Or, or you yeah. know, or we get calls from people that uh, are crying because they have 
you know, $800 in their savings account <laughs> that's not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, literally, you know, because they're used to, if they have some money, it's going somewhere really fast. Mm. So it's, it's rewarding work. It's challenging. Awesome. <laughs> Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's oh, challenging, yeah. yeah. But it's also rewarding. Yeah. Well, I mean, but the, the thing is, it's somebody's got to help. You know, and I mean, it's you've at least created a solution for that. So, Absolutely. you know, what's the future look like for the 24K life? And, you know. Yeah. So what we've done is the the coaching that I was telling you about, that's a couple hundred, 250 bucks a month. Yeah. We created the digital library for that. And so we moved that into the 24K life community so that people can, number one, not feel that they're all alone. We uh-huh. use a mobile, a mobile app for that. Um, they subscribe to, you know, obviously our, they get our emails, they get our YouTubes. And I do a a, a Sunday night, you know, sermon. It's not really a sermon because I swear, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do a Sunday night call where we go through, you know, what should you be looking at this week? And just for life, you know, 24K uh, life is about, you know, making sure that you're fit, making sure that you have your, your mind, your mindset, you know, put head on right, that your finances are right, your relationships are good. So, you know, we address these things. So the future for us is to try to build this community of people that that don't want to be miserable, mm-hmm. that decided that they don't have to be miserable. They don't have to be overweight. They don't have to be broke. They don't have to be spiritually bankrupt. Now, and we don't preach to them. We just talk about mm-hmm. things like meditation and, yeah. and you know, quiet time. You, you, can, and, you can be spiritual and not go to church. Exactly. So, so, so you know, so... I would love for our future to be that we have thousands and thousands and thousands of people inside this community that are supporting each other Mm. and also having us support them and to be able to do that at a large scale so that that more people and our kids and our, you know, our future is, is not as stressful because we all know that stress causes a lot of ailments and financial stress has got to be number one or two. Mm. Well, and it hurts relationships and everything else. Mm. So, the more Absolutely. you can fix yeah, and, 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 you know, what I've seen in my own practice, when, you know, you help, you help somebody get their finances in order, it's amazing that all of a sudden they'll get physically better in shape, you exactly. know, and they're happier and, you know, they start going to church again or, mm. you know, they start really working on themselves from a from that mindset. So, you know, yeah. you start getting things back in balance. Mm-hmm. Your your life starts to improve pretty significantly, Absolutely. and it's and it's not just financial coaching that you know get your finances no. right. Yeah, well, I'm right. Yeah, you're dying of being you know eighty pounds <laughs> overweight at that point. Exactly, so. exactly. So that you know, awesome. we, we try to tell people that you know because everybody thinks, well, you know, twenty four k, you're preaching money, you're preaching get rich, and we're yeah. not. What we're preaching is that in order for gold to be gold. Mm-hmm. It has to go through a fiery process that eliminates mm-hmm. the lead, it eliminates the nickel, eliminates the iron. And just like that, you have to eliminate being lazy, being ignorant, mm-hmm. being, you know, all the things that are holding you back, your limiting beliefs. So that's the 24K. Can you become your best version? Because we all know, you and I know as financial advisors, people who are at the best of their game yep. get paid the most money. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, and, and the like doctors, I said, that, the athletes. Yeah. Yep. And, and I mean, the business people, you know, I, I work with a, a local incubator program and, you know, it's it's so cool to see the kids come through that, you know, and a lot of them come into it like, oh, OK, I just going to take this class and learn a little bit about business. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go be a biologist or I'm going to go be a doctor. Right. And the amazing thing is to watch them come through and understand how business works, how money works, how all this fits together. And all of a sudden they're like. 
I want to be a business person. This is right. You know, this is what I love, you know, and, and more and more that we can get people thinking that way. I mean, that's a core tenet of our strategy is trying to get people to start to look at life, not as a paycheck, but as an income mm -hmm. source. And exactly. you know, not think of life as I can't afford that or I'm going to put it on credit and go, OK, how can I afford this? What can I do yes. to be able to afford this and pay the price? Right. You might not yeah. be able to get it today. Nope. You might have to get it in three weeks or three months. But, you know, you can make it a plan. There's nothing yeah. you can't do if you if you strategize. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Listen. I did. Yeah. I, I do that with my bucket list. I, I created an income source that created 500 bucks a month that now pays for me to go play and go drive race cars and oh my all gosh, kinds of stuff like that. that. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's my plane, trains and automobiles plan for this year. <laughs> so, you know, but that was I, I, I had the money. I mean, obviously I had the money. I sold a business, but I, I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to right. follow my own advice. Create an income source that allowed me to go play, and then I don't feel bad about spending money. There you go. I love that idea. It's an amazing idea. Awesome. Well, let's transition into the fast five questions now. Okay. Okay. Fast you ready? Five. I'm ready. All right. So, first question: You wake up in the morning, business is gone. You have 500 bucks in your pocket, laptop, computer, place to live, and food. What are you going to do first? Well, the first thing that I'm going to do is I am going to assess what my absolute needs are, if okay. anything. If I have that laptop, I am going to go out and create a funnel, if you will, or mm -hmm. at least some content to get out there. I'm going to tap into my expertise. Uh, now, for Derek specifically, it's financial. So it's how can we create opportunities for people to improve their finances? We'll probably create some really inexpensive, digital piece of content uh -huh. that can can help people because we all know when we give, you receive. And so I'm going to hold on to that $500 as tightly as I can, go to work and use that to sustain me and and projecting out, um, you know, maybe paying for that Wi-Fi or yeah. whatever it's going to take for me to stay in business as long as possible. So that's the first thing I'm going to do. Give back, give back, and then you'll you'll get back. Exactly. What okay? Second one. What is the biggest business mistake you've ever made? <laughs> I think I pick, told you. Pick one. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think I told you. I, I I left the comforts, and it wasn't really comfortable because I was a hundred percent commission where I was. Yeah. But there was some there was some safety in that. You know, sticking with what you had been doing for eleven years, 10, 11 years up to that point. I would mm -hmm. have I would have made a strategic move uh, versus making a move. You know, I yeah. decided that I didn't like. I didn't like the way that they looked at my fee-based business and they were mm. they were not going to bonus me the way I knew I should have been bonus so I'm out and I got I left. I mean it was yeah. literally less than less than 90 <laughs> days I was gone. So I probably I would have been more strategic on that. Yeah. It's, you and I have a very very similar background cuz that was <laughs> the last job I had, I had a very bad review and I was like screw you, I'm out of here, I'm done. Yeah. I know uh, what I'm 90 doing. Day, yeah. 90 days later I went off and launched my own business and the the rest wow. is history so there it was it was rip it. the bandaid off and burn the ships at the shore on top of it. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What is a good book that you would recommend for our audience? Well, I I honestly believe that, and I hate to say this because it's probably not politically correct, but I believe mm -hmm. that most people are just too soft. Yeah. <laughs> I just think they're too soft. I would read uh, David Goggins' oh. book. You can't hurt me. 
yeah. um, or can't hurt me. And I just think that when people read other people's stories mm-hmm. uh, about how they had to overcome and triumph, um, I recently watched a documentary about two swimmers, two, two young female swimmers that were refugees and they had, they were swimming in the ocean and it was just a crazy, it's on Netflix. I can't yeah. think of the name of it, but when we, when we recognize what other people, specifically immigrants have to do to come here and survive, and we can go all the way back in history, the United States history and, and people coming into Ellis Island and, and just mm-hmm. listen to, they came yeah. here with nothing. Yes. I think people are didn't too speak soft. the That's language. So, didn't yeah, didn't it didn't come language. here with anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so that yeah, would be my amazing. that would be my book choice. That would uh, be my book I, choice for most. People. Mine as well. I absolutely love that book. I, I was I just off subject. I was watching a, a YouTube thing the other day, and I caught a short, and it was Goggins sitting there next to this guy. <laughs> he was getting interviewed on some kind of show, and I could tell you know you you can just look at his face because he's a horrible poker player. So Horrible. he's sitting there and he's he's listening to this guy and the guy asks him some stupid question <laughs> and he just looks over at him and I'm like he just took his soul right there. Yeah. <laughs> just, now, let, yeah, let's not get it twisted. Goggins is crazy. I mean, oh, he's he, he's absolutely nuts. But yes. his story, his story is amazing. I, I I'm is, even though I'm saying people are soft. Yeah, I was a Division one college football player. You had to be pretty hard to go through all that. But even I'm not. You know, David Goggins. I, yeah. I'm not, you know, that guy's nuts. Well, I, I th- my favorite thing. I was I was a ranger in the military, and you know he talks mm-hmm. about ranger school, and he's like, "Oh my god, it was like the hardest thing ever." I'm like, yeah. "Dude, I'm sorry. I I'm, you know, I did that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It sucked, but I I did not run a hundred freaking miles." you know, through the jungle of Hawaii yeah. and everything else. I'm like, dude, or, or through the desert. Yeah, don't tell legs. me about hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't tell me it was hard. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely nuts. But, uh, but yeah, great book. I'd highly recommend it. And the, the one living with a seal that uh, Jesse, yeah. I forget what his name is that I thought it gave me a better picture yeah. of who Goggins was. Cause he is completely yeah. insane. <laughs> he's nuts. Yeah, he, that's the guy that was married. That's married to the Spanx lady, right? Yeah, the Spanx lady. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, yeah. How, yeah, how yeah, he that, tortured him for six story. weeks. Yeah, and that was a good yeah, one to like, listen up. to. Listen to. Yeah, get up. Yeah, he's in, in his in his bedroom in like a an oxygen tent thing. I mean, he's just completely <laughs> insane. So yeah, it was just it was a great story. Um, so uh, it, it's one yeah, to listen to and read. <laughs> okay, I haven't read what, that one, but I'll have to do that. I, yeah, I actually uh, no the Goggins one. Get the audio book if you okay. if, if you really want the yeah the the book is good. The audio book he actually tells what's behind yeah. all the stories, which is really kind right. of fun because he, he really explains. Okay, yeah, so I said this in the book, but here's really what happened, and here's what happened afterwards, and you're like, yeah. okay, that's way worse. <laughs> It, it is, and it was so funny. Is that I, I, my son got the audio, yeah, because uh, I gave him the book and he read the book. Then he listened to the audio and he said, "Hey, Dad, the book is. I mean, the audio is better because it tells you what off he was the thinking. charts. Yeah, yeah, off the charts. It's so much different. What's a tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend to everybody? You know, I use a personal planner, like pen, okay. and, pa- pen and paper, um, and I'll, I'm going to tell you why. When I, I have a oh, my man, see we we're soul brothers, man. We're soul brothers. So I I wake up in the morning, and part of my morning routine, like right before I start working, mm. I actually 
write down, even though I have my calendar on my, my computer and my phone, mm-hmm. I write it down on paper because I believe that the best thing that you can do, the most productive thing that you can do is manage the white space. Yep. So what are you doing in between those meetings? Or if you have a cancellation, what are you doing in between those, those meetings? And do you have something that you can do that's not wasting time? Because mm-hmm. most people are going to Twitter or TikTok or Instagram and they're surfing and they're wasting time. The other thing I do is in my planner, I set, I have a daily goal. Mm-hmm. I have a master goal, which really nice. doesn't change till you hit it. And so I lay all this out and inside the planner, I have these boxes. It says, did you exercise? Check. Mm-hmm. Did you sleep well? Check. You know, is your nutrition on point? Check. You know, mm-hmm. did you network or net worth? Did you increase your network or net worth? Now, Mm -hmm. some of these you can't finish until the next morning for the prior day. But what I try to the concept is that I want to command my day. I want to control my day. I don't want my day to control me. So I lay it out in paper so I can see it. I can also make some notes. I can say, man, Jeff was talking about how he created this income stream just for his his NASCAR racing habit. And I'm like, that's a great idea. How can I do that? And I'll write it down because, you know, I'm a little older. I'll forget. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. well, what did he say? Or you're out it. there just going, hey, I've got a, a, I've got another idea over here, another idea over here. And you forget about that good idea you already had. <laughs> exactly. So that's it. that's the number one tool that I use. Um, and I'm all for digital. I just use yep. the written so that I can control it on the go. Yeah. No, I'm with you because, you know, for me, it doesn't become real until it's on paper. Until you write it yeah, down. Yeah, it's just until I write it down. And I mean, I, I I have that same kind of same kind of thing I do. The only thing I do differently is I have a whole process that I follow. Basically, I, I would do what I call my battle board, which is this okay. ginormous poster board that sits in my office at my where my office is. And on that poster board, I, I have, you know, different overall goals or different business units of the businesses that I own. And then I okay. put sticky notes for things that need to get done. And it's by week and it's 13 weeks. Right. And what I get to do is, you know, each week it allows me to go in, put this onto. I, I created a, a sheet that all this goes on to where it's like, OK, here's the things up on that big board that need to be accomplished this week. Mm-hmm. Then I can take those and I, I assign myself three of those tasks each week. Excellent. And, Love it. You know, or each day, excuse me. And those are my three, you know, I, I have to get it done today. Right. Things, you know, and then I, I've got the, all the other stuff and, and that's either gets delegated off or it gets eliminated because I look down and go, why the hell am I doing this? Stupid. <laughs> Eliminate it. I don't need it. Right. Um, you know, and all that type of stuff. And then, you know, then that goes into my planner every day. But yeah, very similar process. So yeah, yep. I, I knew we'd get along well because we, <laughs> we basically kind of think the same way. Yeah, we do. What it's final question. What okay. is your definition of freedom? Wow. You know, I actually, you know, when I when I prepared for the interview, um, I saw that that was uh, one of the questions that you've asked other mm-hmm. guests. And honestly, it's the same as yours, Mike. I, I preach being being in a position. I don't care if you're nine to five, if you're an entrepreneur, doesn't matter to me to be able to do what you want, when you want, how mm-hmm. you want, as often as you want, with whom you want, if you want. Yes. So to me, to me, my I don't know about you. I had a sneaky suspicion you're going to like this. But you know the uh, movie with John Goodman where he says, 
you know, the FU money. Yes. You need F <laughs> that, that is, you know, because people, I remember, you know, my wife, um, early, early, early in our marriage was getting just abused by her boss verbally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, you're 23, 24. And you know, if you had FU money, then you would have just said, you know, quit. Yeah. Uh, luckily, luckily, I'm six three and I'm black and I'm kind of empowering. So I just went in there and looked <laughs> yeah. down at dude like, um, I do not do you, this ever again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you, I think you didn't realize who you were talking to, and he stopped yeah. doing it because he was physically yeah, he's scared of you. But, but wouldn't yeah. it be better? Yeah, oh. wouldn't it be better to just be like, she's out. You know, yeah, I'm she, done. We're buying the hotel. Yeah. We're buying yeah. the hotel. She was a hotel manager. We're yeah. we're buying a hotel and and and, and you're out. Yeah, but you're no. fired now. So, yeah, yeah. So to me, freedom is is honestly being able to have enough. And I know you preach this and teach this mm -hmm. uh, enough passive income that uh, and and streams of income mm -hmm. that that no one can can um, can diminish your value, your worth. Yep. Um, you know, I can't think of the proper word, but no one can put you down or treat you any kind of way because they think they own you. Uh, mm. To me, that's that's freedom, financial freedom as well as freedom. Yeah. Well, I, and and I, you know, basically, I in as on my journey to where I'm at today, which has been rocky in some cases, wonderful mm. in others. You know, I I discovered three freedoms. So you know, you have the you have financial freedom is what the one everybody thinks of. Of course, you have time freedom, so I can do what I want when I want with who I want, all that. Exactly. And then you have freedom of intention, and that's. That's living life intentionally instead of living it as a passenger, live right. it as the driver, you know, exactly. and, and go out there and do those things that, you know, you said, OK, I, I wanted to do this. You know, for me, when I did my bucket list the first time, it was, you know, all right, I, I ended up putting 12 things on there that involve planes, trains or automobiles, <laughs> you know. So it was like I wanted to fly on a World War Two bomber. I wanted to, you know, um drive a Ferrari or drive a Lamborghini at the, the F1 track here in Austin. Okay. Well, I started doing the math and I'm like, well, all those things cost about 500 bucks. <laughs> right. All I need to do is create 500 bucks that's recurring and I can I'm do golden. that. Yeah. And then when I'm done, when I finish all that, I got 500 bucks that's coming in that I can use either for other fun things or I can mm -hmm. use it to buy more passive income so that I can be even right. lazier and work less. So Exactly. Let me tell you a quick story about mm. how I got to the second freedom or from a realization standpoint, which was your time. Yeah. So early in my career, this this guy, we were working out. We met at the gym. We were working out. And he's an older gentleman, not too much. I mean, like 11 years older than me. So not, I shouldn't okay. say older, but he was older than me. Yeah. And uh, he, we were, we were good friends. I started doing some investing for him. He owned his own company. And I started doing some investing for him and his family. And uh, so one day he calls me up. And he goes, hey, man, do you want to go to Cavaliers game? I'm in Ohio in Toledo. Nice. Cleveland's an hour and a half away. And I said, you know, it's a client. So, you know, of course yeah. you're like. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll, spend, a, yeah. Yeah, I'll spend yeah. eight hours with you. Yeah, and he's a wealthy <laughs> client. So you're like, yeah. sure. So he says, okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pick you up. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> so, you know, I'm driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee. So it's a great uh -huh. vehicle. But he comes by, picks me up in this. S-class Mercedes, right? Wow. And uh, we, we, we get on the road, and we're not going on the Interstate 8090, which is the only way to go to Cleveland. Mm. We're going, to, you know, another direction. And I'm not asking any questions. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. So we go to our local Toledo airport, mm. 
And uh, we get out of the car. We go through not the real airport, the private airport, which yeah. I didn't even know Toledo had a private airport. <laughs> you know, I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm a poor kid from the inner city, right? <laughs> so we go through this private, you know, aviation uh, club. And uh, hey, you know, Mr. So-and-so, how are you? Great to see you. Your plane's ready. We get in the plane. Now, listen, this story doesn't stop. We get in the plane. And I'm like, holy crap. Two or three of his other friends are there. They get in the plane. He goes, hey, sit in the passenger seat or the co-pilot seat. Hmm. He sits in the pilot seat. Okay. It's we awesome. take off. He lets me fly this plane. He tells me what I need to do. Keep this level. Keep this on the horizon. Keep it level. I don't know. I fly for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then he takes back over. We land. We land. Uh, we go to a restaurant. We grab a taxi. We go to a restaurant. Have the best steak I had ever had in my life. <laughs> uh, we go to the game. Dude, I'm home in bed by 1030. This is amazing. <laughs> by 1030, right? Now, I've gone to Cavalier games before, and I've been in bed by 2. Yeah. And that was my realization that he's buying time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had a great evening, and he didn't miss a beat. And we nope. both got up in the morning, and we're at the gym at 6 o'clock like we normally were. I was like, wow, that yeah. is that, that is a whole different level. You know, of people tell people talk about that. You know, all these all these rich people, they've got, you know, their airplanes and all that. But it's exactly that. You know, do exactly I, that. you know, yes, could I fly on a, uh, you know, coach on an airplane? Yeah. But if I have the money to have my own private plane, I can get there a lot faster. I can oh, get back home. Faster. I'm not going to waste a ton of time driving on the freeway. Yeah. You know, all that. Well, well, Why you get to not? Leave. Yeah, you get to leave yeah. when you want. You get to come yeah. back when you want. So yeah. there's no standing in line. There's yeah. no buying. You didn't have to go to the stuff. airport four hours early to, no. to you know get strip searched and None everything else. You just it's got amazing. on the plane and go. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where you know I think everybody should aspire to. You know, don't don't beat up on the rich. Realize that they are a good. Yeah, you know, that anybody can do that in this country right. if you work, you know, if you work smart and you work hard. I, I right. don't I don't always say work hard, work smart, right. work smart, <laughs> work smart. And that and that was my goal. It's like, OK, well, you know, back in the day, I said, OK, well, I, I, I can't do that. But what I can do yep. is I could be in a position to go to go like JetBlue or, yep. you know, to rent to private. And, you know, I can't do it all the time. But if, you know, you want to do it every once in a while, yeah. you can do that. And you get to take off when you want and come back when you want. But well, but I, but I, I get I'm it down to the, plane. yeah, I get around. I mean, I get it down to the simple point. I mean, you know, when I go through that process that I told you about, you know, one of the things mm -hmm. that I do is I have my little task list for the day and I use an acronym idea. So I identify what needs to be done today. Then I go through that list and I put a D next to it for delegate. So I gotcha. delegate out, you know, and I, you know, example, I just this morning, I was like, I've got five videos that I have to edit, you know, get edited. My virtual assistant is bogged down. She can't get them done. And I'm like, well, I could do them or I could just go out and find five people that can do those for me that are all over the world. And right. I found five people this morning. I think probably three of the five have already responded back to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ship those videos off. They'll be done by tomorrow. I'll be able to upload absolutely. them to YouTube. And it'll probably cost me less than 100 bucks. No, absolutely. Do you use Fiverr? Yeah. Uh, Fiverr. I use Upwork this time. Fiverr. Upwork. The, the, Fiverr, the YouTube people were a little expensive. They, they oh, okay. were. Yeah, they were. They're, they're getting up there. It's not like what it used to be. It's gotten okay. a lot more expensive. But I used Upwork. And just found a bunch of people. I'm trying to find one or two 
that I can just ship all that stuff off to and Excellent. keep my keep my assistant from getting bogged down. Okay, well, see, now I should have asked you what tool do you use because now everybody knows you use Upwork, Upwork baby. That's I'm gonna Upwork take a look is- at I'm gonna take a look at Upwork because I've only known about Fiverr to this. Yeah, point. my uh, Upwork Upwork. If you need a virtual assistant, Upwork is the place to go. I mean, I'll check it out, and, and everything gets paid through there, so I don't have to do payroll or anything like that. Okay, so. excellent, excellent. Well, cool, man. Thank you so much for being on. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way? The best way is to go to joinderick, D-E-R-I-C-K.com. Joinderick.com. It's easy, it's simple, it's clean. And, you know, there's a little little line there that allows you to tell me, you know, what you're interested in. And then we mm. can figure out, you know, if I should call you back, if my somebody on my team should call you back. But that's the best way to get a hold of me. Love it. Love it. I think that's the easiest way to. So, Derek, thanks for being on. I appreciate you, man. Um, I'm just looking forward to staying in contact with you. Because me too. Me too. We, uh, it, every time you said something, I'm like, well, I like that too. So this is awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for inviting me. And I uh, want to thank you for letting me be part of Freedom Nation. Awesome, man. Uh, folks, you know, once again, these are the type of folks that are part of Freedom Nation here that uh, that are trying to build their own freedom stories. Uh, make sure that if you like this, share this with somebody else and give us a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you're subscribed to our channel as well and get that little notification button because we put out a ton of content and we're putting out a ton more content leading up to the launch of the Freedom Day book, which is about four weeks out right now. So make sure that you have that and you can uh, you're, you're staying on track with this because we're going to be sharing a ton of ideas out of the book. And we will see you back here the very next time. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.